Well, hello, everybody. It must be Sunday. It must be 4 o'clock or a little after. Because here I am, and hopefully there you are. And uh, Hope is on the other side today. Hi, Hope. Hi. Welcome to be able to work on a Sunday. Yes. <laughs> oh, well, thank you for coming on. And Carly's with her family today. Mm-hmm. And her sister had her twins. I don't know if you knew that she's an auntie for the first time. She mentioned she was an auntie, but yep. I didn't know all twins. the details. Yep. Wow. Twin, twin girls. And they were only... Uh, two weeks premature. Okay, I think it was you know for twins. That's an you know usually most people don't carry them all you know full term. Full right. So, yeah. So uh, so she's a proud auntie. Oh, that's uh, exciting. Yeah, two twins. Well, lucky her. <laughs> Man, twins. I'll tell you, my you know my um, grandsons are in. Uh, six months for three years and five years from uh, Alaska, and they're staying with us until June first, mm-hmm. fourth. And oh, good gravy! <laughs> I tell you, I was telling you earlier. It's like you know, uh, there's just times where it's just like. I, I'm usually a noise polluted person. I've got stereo going on, TV going on. And I go down to the barn and I just sit on a bale of hay and I just go, quiet. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so it's pretty it's cool. Like, it's very entertaining, I'm sure. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, I think by the time they leave, I'm going to probably be 25 pounds lighter. <laughs> I was like, Grandma, Grandma, what? Look, see this. And it's like, okay. <laughs> so yeah, so it's funny. And then they call me the crazy chicken lady because I got chickens. I trained my chickens. Uh, there's 25 of them, and they're different assorted uh, kinds of chickens. Sure, they're the yep. pretty ones, right? Mm-hmm. Like Brahmas, Ericanas, Sussex. Uh, uh, what else do I got? Sussex, oh, uh, black lace or lace. And anyway, so when they were young, I would come in there with some, you know, it looks like uh, for a lot of, it's called steamed oats. It looks like the smashed oats that you'd eat, like quicker oats. Right. And I come in there, and they would pick out of my, my scoop, you know, to get, the thing. So if you show them a scoop, they get hysterical because they think here comes some treats. Okay. Because so, what I would do is I'll, I'll sit down on a chair and then they, some will land on my lap, some will land on my chair, you know, one will land on my shoulders. You know, and so <laughs> I look like this crazy chicken right. lady, all these chickens going nuts trying to get some, you know, some oats out of the scoop here. So, and so the, the, the boys were just kind of like, just laughing hysterically. You're a crazy chicken lady. And I'm like, Thank you very much. Thank you very Sounds much. Sounds like they're having fun. Yeah, I know it. So anyway, so hopefully you guys are out there. You're going to, uh, call in some questions. It's me and Hope here, so hopefully we can we can help you. Uh, yesterday was a Bark for Life down at Barker's Alp in, in Bayport, you know, a fundraiser for the American Cancer Society, and we did, uh, it, it's not a grant, uh, the, it's not the final final total the close what we did up to yesterday through yesterday we raised twenty nine thousand dollars so we want to thank all our sponsors like Nutrisource is a huge sponsor mm-hmm. and cedar pet uh, clinic is a huge sponsor and brockman um i don't know what they're it's, it's called brockman they're a delivery kind of thing and okay. anyway so uh but all the other sponsors are you know there's those are the big ones and angel pet world you know yes. in wisconsin mm-hmm. she's awesome and so anyway so yeah we had a grand time, perfect day. Mm-hmm. The wind started kicking up about 11, 11 30, and a sure. couple of the awning or the tent things went, they went oh. sailing away. <laughs> one broke, one they salvaged. <laughs> but so it was a great, but $29,000. Last year we did 18000 And so, wow. yeah, so we're, wow. yeah, that's, that's huge. awesome. We had some new people come on board that are media suave, and I sure. think that helped out immensely. <laughs> hey, word of mouth. <laughs> oh, it is. So, and then also then uh, tomorrow, Monday, May 13th, I'm going to be on Twin Cities Live. You can tune in between 3.15 and 3.45 is when I'm usually on. And we're going to be doing a second chance rescue. They have got, uh, well, I'm only bringing, it's two dogs they want to adopt together. Okay. But the one dog is really kind of, she's very shy when mm. she's outside of her box, even when she's with the other one. Okay. She gets, she's a little bit more of a nervous dog. Sure. And so I can see her 
getting startled and then barking the whole time on TV. Well, it's so, a lot. Yeah, I'm so sure. I'm just going to take one and uh, great uh, Chloe, I think I'm taking. And so uh, we'll have Chloe, but we need to adopt them together on my Facebook page, my KDK9 Facebook page. I have a picture if you scroll down. And anyway, so I'm going to be Twin Cities Live anytime between 3.50 and 3.45 tomorrow. So tune me in. And uh, let's see. I think that's about it for announcements. So anyway, so yeah. And then today is Mother's Day. It sure is. Good old Mother's Day. And whether you're a mother of two-legged or four-legged or a fish or whatever, you know, everybody has a mom somewhere along down there. And Mother's Day is a celebration honoring the mothers of family as well as motherhood, uh, material bonds, and an influence of mothers in society. It is uh, celebrated on various days in parts of the world, most commonly in the months of May, March or May. I, which I did not know that. And then also the founder Jarvis, uh, let's see, da, 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 Darva, Anna Jarvis. Anna Jarvis is the one that started Mother's Day in honor of her mother. And um, uh, it was held. she held a memorial service for her mother at St. Andrew's Methodist Church in Grafton, West Virginia. And St. Andrew's Methodist Church now holds the International Mother's Day Shrine. And her campaign to make Mother's Day a recognized holiday in the United States began in 1905. And mm. that was the year that her mother, Anna Reeves Jarvis, died. And uh, Anna, G- Anna Jarvis had been a peace activist who cared for wounded soldiers on both sides of the American War and uh, created Mother's Day work clubs uh, to address public health issues. And then Anna Jarvis wa- wanted to honor her mother by continuing the work she started. And she wanted to set a day to honor all mothers, hence wow. Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. And because she believed mother is a person who has done more for you than anyone mm. in your world. Yes. <laughs> and I know true. there's some people that are strained with their mom oh, out for there. sure. And the only question I can say to you folks out there, you know, being that I am getting older, is, and I lost my mom in 99, uh, to, well, started out breast cancer and then metastasized into her bone. Mm-hmm. And so she, from the time she had diagnosed to when she left, with putting her a year. But the thing is, is that, you know, people, well, they are estranged from their mom. And I know, you know, I mean, there's a love, I know some have a love-hate relationship, yeah. some have no relationship. Mm-hmm. The only thing I have to ask you all is that if your mom leaves, you know, dies, would you go to her funeral? And if you say yes to this, then you're a hypocrite. <laughs> and the thing is, is that you should not go see her when she's dead. If you're not willing to talk to her now, then you don't deserve to go to her funeral. And that's that. I, that's, I've gone. I have a couple of girlfriends that that has happened to. Okay, they're estranged you know, sure. from their mom, and I asked them that question. And so, and then I and I called him on it. I said, if you if you you don't deserve to go to that funeral because why would you go and and mourn her in her death when you weren't even here to be uh, be part of her life? And so that's why. It, so people out there, if you're you know and uh, estranged from your mom. You know, my my oldest sister and I, we always had kind of rough road waters. My mom was really a good uh, mediator. And she said, you know, Kath, that's, I grew up being a Kathy. I only turned Katie when I was bartending. Because oh, everybody okay. looked at me and go, you're not a Kathy, no. you're a Katie. Huh. And I'm like, fine, call me whatever you want, I don't care. <laughs> you know, and my name, I'm a Kathleen, actually. Okay, okay? did not I, know. Yeah, I'm a Kathleen. <laughs> and so anyway, so, they call, so she'd go Kathy and she said, Kath, you know, you can, you and your sister, your older sister, you can be in the same room. Because my mom, it was a big deal for my mom to have, we, there's five of us kids, they have mm. us all there. Yes. Because she was, um, or her brother was killed in the in the war, so she was an only child. My dad was an only child, and so family was very special to sure. her. Sure. And anyway, so uh, so she says, you know, you don't have to strike up a conversation trying to serve the world problems. Mm. You could be in the room and just say hi, be cordial, play games. You know, you just you 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 know, you have to put it aside. You just mm. have to put it aside because you're never going to solve it. 
You know, that's it. You know, because it's always going to be, well, then you, and then you, and then you're always going to de- keep digging it up and yep. digging it up. And the hole gets deeper and deeper. And so then when does it end? And then when somebody dies and then you do the woulda, shoulda, couldas, yes. I should have forgave. I should have talked to him. I should have, you know, and that, and, and we're a long time dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that's why I appeal to all of you folks out there, whether it's a mom or a dad, you know, you need them. And mom especially. But boy, I'll tell you what, my mom died, honest to Pete, I have never seen, so, gotten so many cards. I mean, every time I, for two weeks after she left, I got, uh, the mailbox was like full of cards of people. Mm. You know, then when my dad left, yeah, I got some cards, sure. but nothing like when Ma left. Mm. And then when my brother left, you know, he committed suicide in two, t- 2012, uh, I got, got a buttload of, you know, but, right. you know, I just really, really makes my, I keep, I kept every card. I still got oh, every wow. card from mom, from dad and from David. Mm. Yeah. I got every one of them. I'm not, cause I just sit down there and just kind of go through them sometimes because Definitely. people, how much pe- people cared about me enough to send a card, mm. you know what I mean? And so that, and then also if you're going to send a card, write a little note in there. Just don't say, you know, thoughts with you and then your name, yes. you know, write a little, like a little memory about that person. Sure. And so that they'll make my, me smile. Like my mom and dad were always way cool. Everybody loved my mom and dad. Oh, anyway, I love so, that. So it's pretty cool. So folks, you know, if you're a stranger, your, your folks, uh, you know what? Anybody can be nice. Go out, have coffee in a in a public area. So, so you that, don't cause a scene. Yeah, so you don't cause a scene. So you don't go off the deep end. Yes. Right? Leave all, yeah, but we can anyway, all relate. So yeah, so Mother's Day is a really, and it was yes. made, uh, the, the Congress uh, finally made it official. Uh, in 1911 is when it became official holiday. Yeah, I didn't know all that history Isn't about that cool? it. There yeah. you go. That, you know, last year, last week it was Cinco de Mayo, had trivia on Cinco de Mayo. Right. There we go. Okay. Uh, we're, please call in with your questions. 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. Okay, here we go. Mother's Day is the biggest holiday in the United States for. We'll be back. Alrighty then, thanks for tuning in to the Katie Canine Show. Remember, all the shows here at My Talk 1071 are podcast. You can go to my show page, go to MyTalk1071.com, and then click in your Katie Canine, and then you can listen to all my past shows off the podcast. And then also there's a link to my Facebook page, Katie Canine Facebook page, and a link to my Katie Canine website. All right. Mother's Day is the biggest day holiday in the United States for... For moms, like no, over, like, like okay. Well, Halloween is candy, flowers. Correct? Okay, you're gonna say flowers. Yes. No. Mm, jewelry. No. no. Ready for this? Yes. Phone calls. Oh, okay. Twenty-two. <laughs> it's, it's, it's guesstimated that 122 million phone calls are made to moms on Mother's Day. I made mine. Isn't that something? <laughs> yeah. There you go. So phone calls. So I'm glad. Yep. Yeah, don't text. People, don't text your mom. You call, you pick up that phone and you call. If you have time to text, you have time to dial the phone. You up. sure do. There you go. See, I still don't text or I don't do any of that. You don't do any of that? No. Oh, okay. No, I want to talk. I want right. to hear, I want to hear the influx in people's voices. When you That's say, very smart. how are you? Mm-hmm. You know, and all of a sudden I say, okay, what's wrong? You know, I know I just, and besides that, I, I just, I, these people that are using their thumbs and such like that, you know, if you are looking for, you know what you should be going into instead of hotel running or whatever type yeah. thing <laughs> is either a podiatrist, what's, what's a foot doctor? Is that a podiatrist, I think? But anyway, because everybody wears those stupid uh, flip-flops, you know, all the arches are falling <laughs> and they're going to need help with that. And then thumb, people that work with joints, you know, the thumb, because mm-hmm. they're going to be arthritic from doing all that texting and crap. Well, and also the keyboard, we're just... We're all having issues. Yeah, there you go. There you go. 
So anyway, okay, yep, no, 122 million mm-hmm. calls, best estimate. So anyway, let's, uh, hey, got a question, give a holler. We got, it's going to be a slow day because it's Mother's Day and the moms are doing stuff. So give a holler, 651-641-1071. And who's up to bat first? We have Diane, and she has a question about her service dog that passed away and a uh, correlation with autoimmune immune disease. Easy for you to say. Yes. <laughs> but you, I'm glad you did, you did that because that would be something I would do is goof <laughs> I'll just say disease, auto disease. Okay. Hi, hi, Diane. How you doing? Hi. You had talked to me maybe about a year and a half ago about my service dog and problems coming in the house and jumping and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, so last summer, he was having some problems vomiting and whatnot. Anyways, I brought him in, and it took a while to diagnose, but he ended up having lymphoma. We ended up going to the U. Oh, my. And then... Um, yeah, it was chaotic. But and then they said he had. You ever heard of ITP? <clears throat> it's, huh? No, go ahead. It's see if I can say it. Immunomediated thrombocytic cytopenia. Well, look at you. I'm impressed. <laughs> because I've said it about a million times, and I've Googled it a million times because I'm interested to find out what it is. Okay. So I think they said the lymphoma probably cause it or vice versa mm-hmm. um and autoimmune diseases are becoming more common yeah it is yeah so um now i'm not a vet and my theory on the autoimmune disease is uh over vaccinations and over chemicals you know between what chemicals we put on our lawns and they have to breathe and walk in and lick off uh the chemicals we put in and on our dog that all takes you know it hits the immune system the immune system is what keeps us all healthy you know dogs cats us and then when when if we're packing it full of a lot of crud that lowers our immune system and so it's really important that you look at the big picture when you you know do a lot of that stuff so that was one of my concerns the other one was I am concerned about shots. Mm-hmm. And so prior to that, he was due for his, it was rabies. Mm-hmm. And I think it was like three months before. Mm-hmm. And the vet, out of all the vets I've had and the three dogs I've had, she was the most challenging to try not to get the shot. Okay, And, um, I ended up giving it to him because I couldn't take the bantering about it. And it was like three months later when this started. Mm-hmm. The other thing is um, my neighbor, now I feel horrible. This is the first time I'd ever used a lawn service that used the granulated stuff. Mm-hmm. I always have washed, I always have a rag with soap on it when they come in the house mm-hmm. and wipe their feet off. They don't lay in the yard. Uh-huh. Um, the other thing is my next-door neighbor, whatever lawn service they use, they spray a chemical yep. that yep. is so overpowering. Mm-hmm. But my, it just is a little strip of grass on the driveway side, and they don't go over there. Uh-huh. But I don't let my dogs out when they're outside. Good. Yeah, but see, that spray, anything that's sprayed, if there's even, I mean, even if there's no wind, it's going to carry over to neighbor's yards. And now you just, it's not going to have the potency that it does on the yard is being sprayed, but there still is that residue on your lawn. And if your dog walks through it, 
you know, anything's possible. There is a set of people that have, uh, that do chemicals. There was just a ditty out there about that, that there's a 70% higher chance of dogs getting lymphomas, but when people use long chemicals on their, on their lawns, 70% chance. So, uh, so that's, so it's on the driveway side and the driveway separates the house and the neighbor's uh-huh. yard. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, it probably blows over, but even though when my dog, so my dog doesn't go to the bathroom in the yard. Mm-hmm. They, they go through these patio blocks that you like 12 by 16 or 16 okay. by 16. But, and then they go in a special area. Mm-hmm. They're not allowed in the yard to, Okay. okay. And so then they walk through and come up the deck. All right. And then I wipe their feet when they come in. Good. So even that can affect them. Um, yeah, you know, like I said, that if that spray carries over, then that's what you want to make sure that when they do that, you get out there with a hose and and, and hose down your patio and stuff like that. You know, if people are going to use chemicals around you, short of just moving and getting away from it, you know, then you got to you know have your your other thing uh, going, uh, like a, put a sprinkler on to soak things and get it out of there as fast as you can. You know, but you're doing it right, other than you know trying to keep them on patio blocks and stuff of getting them in the grass uh and, and you know it's 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 hard and we i don't know if you heard the commercial just before we came back lunseth uh, dot org you know they're a, a natural chemical or natural lawn service as totally natural there is no chemicals whatsoever and there's and i'm hoping more and more people will do this instead of you know getting the chemicals out there and because that it's just it's detrimental on our health you know our kids health and our, right. our you know and our pets and so it's called the if you go to lun l u n s e t h lunseth dot org, okay dot org, and it's a total uh, total organic company is what it is, and so it's and that's the whole thing is that but you're doing a good job, but like I said, well you know that the you know the the chemical people are you know blowing around in your neighborhood, you just make sure that you're hosing down your your patio or put a sprinkler out there to really give it a good douse to try to get any residue that's on because it doesn't take much because you're dealing with pesticides and herbicides. You know, everybody thinks you have to take it by the gallons and they're, they're having affected, you know, just a, a lick here and there, especially if it's a small dog, you know, it, you know, can be detrimental to them. And so He's that's why. Golden retriever. Okay. Yeah. And so that, but like I said, and every dog is different uh, as far as how healthy they are, you right. know, what their immune system is and such. And see, and like a shot, the only, shot that's that is required by law is rabies okay and the rabies is good for three years and then all the other shots are your option and so you know i'm from everything that i read and if you want to read more to be empower yourself and then you can go up because if your vet won't work with you then you find a new vet don't ever feel that you have to uh recoil to what you believe because your vet is pounding you they have no right to hound you you know that's an argument Yep. No. And so the, he has, they have no right to do that to you. You know, that that's why if you read the book, shock to the system, shock, shock, or shock, S C S S H O C K to the system, shock to the system by Odriska, O capital O D is in dog, R I S C O L L Odriscoll. Okay, and the thing is, you empower yourself so that, that you can say, hey, you know what, what I've read, what I understand, you know, I, you just leave me alone. I, you know, if I have to get the rabies shot every three years, fine, I'll do that. Or, or you know, because you had a service. Now, was this a total or real service dog that? Yeah. Okay. So I'm yeah. getting a new one here. Oh, good. 
Yep. Okay, and so that's the only, but see, that when you work with the, the, the service dogs, they have their protocol. So that's a whole nother different ballgame. I don't know what they require or not, but the yeah. rabies shot is good for three years. And like I said, that's the only shot that's required by law. All the other ones are optional. You can do tighter testing for parvo and distemper. And so, uh, and tighter is where they draw blood, send it to the, right. and then uh, they run antibody, they run it against the disease. And if there's antibodies, then they're good to go. Because if they ever would meet the disease, the antibodies would wake up and, and squish the bug. <laughs> yeah, I've had a vet lecture me about the lepto shot and how I could get it. And yeah, no, no, no. It's all, see, you know what that all is based on? It's all based on fear. Fear of getting sick, a fear of something happening. But if you understand, and if you try to keep your system up and going too, so you have a good immune system. So you got to mm-hmm. do, there's a really good book out there for humans. Uh, it's called Vaccine Nation. Vaccine mm-hmm. Nation. And that is a really good human book to read. And, uh, but so, like I said, you just gotta, you gotta do, do what you, you know, I'm not, I'm never, never saying no vaccine. I'm just saying what vaccines and then how often. All right. And so that's the whole thing, what you got to do. You know, I, I, I'm of the, from what I understand with vaccines, I totally think that you get the core shots, you know, which would be parvo distemper, you know, rabies. And then, uh, then, like I said, the rest of them are optional, you know, whereas what are you going to do? And then what's the risk of your dog getting it? And, you know, that's the whole thing. So, but like I said, when they start putting the fear taxic on you, I think that's totally wrong. And so that's why, you know, they, we rely on our vets to be truthful with us. And yes, those things can happen, but what are the chances of that happening? And so that's why you've got to empower yourself and understand so that then you're okay with the decisions that you make. Okay. Doctor, you said it's genetic. Yep, environmental. Genet- yeah, it could be a genetic. It could be environmental. It could be shots. It could be all the chemicals in. Like if you did heartworm, uh, it could all be. And then like any topical uh, flea tick type stuff, or if you give them any. I didn't. Do okay, good. Flea good. Tick out of paranoia because of the chemicals, and then they good. convince you if you don't get it, it's just. You're petrified if you don't do it. Well, no, 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 no. When you, you can you hold on a second? We'll discuss this more. Okay, hold on. Don't hang up. <laughs> okay, okay. What is the traditional Mother's Day flower in the United States? We'll be back. All right. Hey, we got open lines. Give Aller six five one six four one one zero seven one six five one six four one one zero seven one. Okay. What is the traditional Mother's Day flower in the United States? Lilies. That's mm. Easter. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, it is carnations. Okay. Uh, carnations are very popular flower for Mother's Day and are thought to be made from the tears of Jesus' mother, Mary, when she wept at his feet the day he was crucified. Okay, pink and red carnations are given to mothers that are still alive, while white ones are for those who have passed away. Mm. So there you go. And Mother Day sees around one quarter of all flowers purchased throughout the year following, you know, falling on this holiday. So that's a quarter. But in the biggest, busiest flower day, obviously, is Valentine's Day. You got it. There you go. Red roses. Yep. There Mm -hmm. you go. Okay. But we have uh, pink and red carnations for live moms and white carnations, you know, for uh, ones that have passed. And that was the white carnation was that, remember that Jarvis, and Jarvis? Mm-hmm. That was her mom's favorite flower. Oh, and So that's okay. where she would honor that with that flower. Okay, so yeah, give a holler, 651-641-1071. Don't wait till the very end. Well, then I can't get right. you in, okay? <laughs> so please, yeah, give a holler now. And then we're back to Diane. She uh, lost a golden retriever uh, to autoimmune disease. And uh, so we're discussing this a little bit. So Diane, you still with us? 
Yes. Okay. And so uh, the the big thing is, is that, like I said, if you empower yourself, then you're not ever going to be intimidated. All right. And so well, that, this is the second dog, Golden. I've never had one live past eight. Really? Wow. No. Okay. Yeah. I'm no, thinking, what did I do wrong? Well, well, like I say, the you know, the genetics, the golden retrievers have been pretty overbred. <laughs> and so well, it's a lot of... thing that you said. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, like a lot of the companion helpers are, some of them are labs, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're using all types, but mostly the golden retrievers and their, and their labs, all colors. So anyway, but uh, yeah, so, uh, but the, that book, by reading Shock to the System. Okay, are you, an, uh, do you go online much? Yes. Okay. So you ready? Got a piece of paper and a pencil? I do. Okay. You're going to go to dogs naturally. Mm -hmm. Oh, it cut out for a second. Dogs what? Naturally magazine.com. Yep. Dogs naturally magazine.com. And then you're going to go to healthy pets. Healthy pets. Uh-huh. dot mercola m-e-r-c-o-l-a dot com those are going to be your two bibles there and another one is dot uh, let's see you ready for this hemo h-e-m-o e-m-o no h is in harry yeah e-m-o pets uh-huh. dot org that's dr jean dobbs and she's an awesome a really she's a, a veterinary you know wham she's got tons of articles about this stuff Okay, so hemopets.com, uh, .org, I mean, .org. Mm-hmm. And that's Dr. Gene Dodds, D-O-D-D-S. So what you got to do, empower yourself, read up, and then discuss, okay? All right, another thing real quick. I was somewhere at a funeral. Somebody brought a fake service dog. Oh, don't eat. lunched yeah. at the table of yep. food yep. and it had painted toenails. Yep. And it angers me to no end. <sighs> Oh, Diane, you have no idea you're opening. One of these weeks, I'm going to uh, try to open that can of worms because it's a really touchy subject, very touchy. And as the thing is, is that those non-service dogs are really blowing it for the true, true service dogs. And so, and that's that's something that legislature has to take up, unfortunately, and, you know, to make it so that these people, like you say, that they are not true service dogs, and uh, they're not trained correctly to be in environments of all kinds. You know, like I've heard, you know, horror stories on planes and such like this. You know, the dogs, people getting bit, and that, you know, and you, you have no idea, Diane, that my heart just bleeds as far as, uh, you know, the people that truly, truly have a true service dog. You know, then and then if uh, the non good service dogs uh, that have, because you can go to those vests and stuff like that, and you know, online and stuff like that. And, and, yeah. yeah, and so what they do is they they that in uh, if it comes down to paperwork, that can't work because you know paperwork can be you know. Um, forged also and so that's why i'm in discussion with some psychiatrists and with some people of what it where do we start to be able to weed these fake ones out and keep the service dogs so that they are truly totally welcomed all times and so that's why it's it's really a tough one if you got any ideas you guys email them to me because the more i'm bored on this would be great because it really is it's it really frosts my behind i'll tell you okay yeah yeah. Okay. So yeah. So email if you got ideas, please email them up to me at Katie's Canine. Okay. Okay. Thanks, you. Thank you, kiddo. Bye, bye. 
Yeah, don't even get me on oh, that subject. Oh. You have no idea. I have gone over mm. the edge where mm. I've been in places where I know it's not a true service dog, oh. the way it's acting sure. and everything. And it's like, but most of them, like, well, I need it. It's like for, most of them are emotional support dogs and right. calling them service dogs. Oh, it, it is right. not. Okay. And there are true service dogs mm. that are emotional support yes. dogs. But then there are people that are taking their pets, getting the, the fake vests and, mm. and bringing them out there and they're not trained, they're not under control and it's just, like, and it's yeah. giving them bad name to the true service dogs and it's just yeah I, oh. we gotta make a show we gotta have a show about it <laughs> oh i do and but i yes. just gotta get the right people lined yes. up because i don't want to tick anybody off but i and I, but i want everybody to open their minds and i want the people that are faking these service dogs you know to the buck up to and, and just say hey hello yeah you know that you step up to the plate for pd's sakes and then and realize what these two service dogs go through to be service dogs yeah and then what they are truly meant for you know mm-hmm. to be in the not every dog gets to be you know in the service field there's a lot of there's a lot of them that you know are are weeded out because they mm-hmm. cannot make it and then the oh never yeah. mind. okay 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 give a holler six five one six four one one oh seven one settle my feathers down all right and if you guys uh make sure you call your mom say happy mother's day people that have two de- two-legged four-legged whatever just you know just even just just a phone call or a stop over bring a beer say hey okay who's up next okay we have karen and her dog has some joint and skin problems all right hi karen how you doing Good, how are you? Good, good. What kind of pupper do we have? We have a German Shepherd. He's older and he has some joint problems. Okay, how old? And he is 11. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, and um, he's actually doing pretty good. He's, you know, he'll go on small walks and um, considering he has these joint problems. But now we're starting to discover he has some skin issues. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's because he lays around more, but his skin's pink and he doesn't itch a ton he does itch a little bit and not and he's getting some sores mm-hmm. that we haven't seen before mm-hmm. um and i don't know if it's due to because he lays around more or if where his are they system is pardon me where are they the um, on his hind legs and under his arms okay and what i've been doing and i that's why i'm calling is i've been cleaning them with apple cider vinegar and it takes diluted with water and it takes the redness away uh-huh. um so it seems to be working but i don't know is there other well see what you got to do is you got to fix it from the inside out okay that topical okay. that's okay and then also extra virgin coconut oil works good it's a good healer you know do the the vinegar thing and then do the extra virgin coconut oil but then you okay. have to walk them a little bit so you give it time to absorb into a system you know where right. you placed it so he doesn't lick it off right away okay right. okay a couple questions what food are you feeding well, he um, also has had digestive sensitive okay. stomach issues, so we feed him a prescription canned food that's chicken stew, but then I cook him boiled chicken that he gets every day. Okay. Um, so it's a combination of cooked boiled chicken and this canned prescription food. Okay, well, we got we got to change that a little bit. There's a lot of the work that you can do here and we get this turned around. Because what's happening now is that years of doing the same thing is that it's starting to kind of, uh, you know, come back at you. Remember, dogs are put on this earth to eat everything and anything. And then we bring them into our house and then we feed them the exact same thing for too long. And then their system enzymes take a header. 
And so then okay. what happens is they need probiotics, they need digestive enzymes, extra virgin coconut oil to take out the inflammation in the gut system. Um, they need, um, uh, uh, the latest thing, but some people cannot deal with it, is called greentripe.com. Green tripe, T-R-I-P-E. It's basically cow guts is what it is. <laughs> And so the thing okay. is, is that when a dog has a real sensitive tummy, the sensitivity is coming from lack of enzymes to digest their food. And so they need the enzymes and they need the probiotics to take out, to, to build, that's for your immune system, all right? And so okay. anyway, but yeah, okay, can you hold on so we can come back and discuss this a little bit more? Yes. All righty then. Okay, what is this? Okay, what is the highest documented number of children born to, born to one mother? We'll be right back. All right, thank you for staying with the Katie Canine Show. Remember, you can podcast my, any of my shows. Just go to mytalk1071.com and go, go to my Katie Canine page. And all shows here on my talk are podcasts. So you can take us wherever you go. All right. What is the highest number of children born to one mother? Not at one time, you know, like okay. that October, you know, the, you know, the, the, the eight, yeah, whatever. plus eight. Yeah. Or, okay. And, you know, as, as, uh, during her birthing years, oh gosh. how Ooh. many kids does she have? Uh, oh, I don't know. I'm going to give you a hint. <laughs> okay. It's a lot of sets of twins. Oh, so that helps. Yeah. You have any idea? Uh-uh. Okay. <laughs> it was from 1725 to 1765. So that's 40 years worth of having kids. Wow. So what do you, how many kids do you think she pumped out? 12. Uh, the highest number. Oh, well, okay. Okay. Is Mrs. Vasilyev uh, had 69 children. Really? Between 1725 and 1765, 40 years. So there had to be like a couple sets of twins and triplets and such like that. But that that's that's a lot of kids. 69. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking that. I was just oh like. Oh my Lord. <laughs> no, I just I was more in the K plus well, 8 kind of category here. that had three sets of twins, I believe, and they had 17 kids. So, yeah, it's just craziness. They had two picnic tables for the dinner table. <laughs> that was so funny. But anyway, wow. okay, let's go back to Karen. Yes, we have Karen. Okay, Karen, are you there? Yes, I am. All right. Okay, first of all, what I would work on is like, say, get on the good probiotic, digestive enzyme, extra virgin coconut oil. And I would go to, and you got this, you got to do this slowly. You know, you can't just jump into it. All right. And okay. so, because uh, a lot of the skin issues, you remember skin just as their skin, just like our skin is our biggest organ. And when things right. start happening on the outside, it's already, it's just finally is popping through is what it's doing. All right. And okay. so like with the mobility, uh, have you ever heard of Wapiti Labs, W-A-P-I-T-I, labsinc.com? No. Yep. They've got a joint, a joint mobility for seniors that is phenomenal. All right. And they really? also have some GI track uh, supplements. You'll have to go to their website. And if you enter the letter K, letter T, letter K, number nine, you get free shipping. All right. Awesome. But anyway, awesome. but that GI for seniors is, or the, not the GI, that the, the mobility, because it's got ginseng in there also, and it's got elk antler velvet, which is, it, so many dogs do so unbelievable with this stuff. And then obviously getting on some uh, um, fish oil, that's, that's an anti-inflammatory too. Uh, if you take fish oil, uh, for how many pounds is your dog? 105. Okay. Is that a true weight or is he overweight? 
No, he's that he's very thin. He's okay. a tall, very tall German Shepherd. Oh wow, nice. Okay, boy, yeah, that's a big boy. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so yeah, so you could do like a thousand milligrams of fish oil, you know, a day. But then if you get that mobility, that would really also help. And then I would definitely what I would uh, do is I'd rotate out of what you're feeding right now and go into uh, like some of the Nutrisource line. I really like Nutrisource because their quality ingredients is unbelievable. A lot of those prescription drugs are prescription diets. If you read the label, you know what I mean? Uh, there's chicken and then there's chicken and then there's beef and then there's beef. And so that's why I'm, I'm not a big believer in those. And so that's, right. and then like I say, that's, you, and I would give you, because you're doing chicken, give them raw chicken. That's healthier for them than boiling it. If you're making okay. a hamburger, give them a raw patty. Uh, uh, you know what I mean? Do it baby steps. Just don't throw this at them or you're going to have the runs, right? Right. <laughs> but anyway, but that's what I would be doing. Now, is this coat shiny or is he shedding a lot? He's shedding. He's shedding a lot. Well, right now they're blowing their coat. So is this a normal yeah. shedding, or does he uh, does he shed like twenty four uh, constantly? He's a big. He has always shed, shed a lot. Okay, but it seems like right now it's a little bit more than normal. Okay, yeah, because right now they're all blowing their coats really bad. Uh, days, right. yeah. But anyway, so um, I would uh, like I said, the fish oil uh, is going to help you out a lot with that. The extra virgin coconut oil, that tripe. Remember, you're talking about green tripe. That has yeah. a lot of fun, and that really has the good dige- enzymes for the gut to work right. And so, what area do you live in? The South Metro. Okay, because Diane uh, up at Fort Fairfax Fats in, in North in Oakdale, she carries tripe. But just go to greentripe.com, okay? But it's, that stuff stinks like you wouldn't believe. But boy, okay. it does wonders for a dog's gut system. It's unbelievable. How and, much extra virgin coconut oil well, do you recommend? Well, what it is, is one teaspoon per 10 pounds of body weight. Up to three tablespoons, no more than three tablespoons a day. And that's not, you know, when it's under 76, it's solid, and over 78 is liquid, all right? Okay, okay. when it's solid, don't give it three heaping tablespoons, because then that would be like half the bottle. Okay. <laughs> you know, what you want to do is figure out what an actual, like, when it's melted down, what is three te- tablespoons, you know, of, of extra virgin coconut oil. You start out with maybe a half a teaspoon for a couple of days and then go to a teaspoon for a week and then maybe two teaspoons the next. You know, the, your doo-doos will, the dog's doo-doos will tell you what's going on because if it's going too fast, he'll get a little bit loose, all right? Then slow down, right? Okay. But anyway, because it's good for the anti-inflammatory in the gut system and it's also great for the coat, all right? Okay. Because it's extra fats. It's good fats. And that and what he's when you're having dogs that shed a lot or say having some problems, usually it's because your omega threes and sixes are very low. All right. So that's what we gotta replenish. So omega threes is actually more uh, more essential okay. for their coat. But then like I said, the different food, you know, like you could try the the beef and he's been on a chicken for so long. You could try like Nutrisource's beef and rice. All right, and when I never feed dry food dry. I put it in the bowl, and then I put hot tap water on it until it all floats. Put it aside. Wait for all the water to be gone. I fluff the food with the fork. All right, and then and if it's if it's soft, then I put my supplements in, and then I feed it to my dog. If it's not soft enough, then I add more water and wait again. And so and the reason is because now the dog's system doesn't have to break down that dry matter, oh, yeah. all right? And then they can absorb more of the, the nutrition. And their gut system is a lot, especially if a dog is having gut issues, is a lot more sense, or, um, uh, gentler on the gut system, all right? Instead of, you know, because otherwise they drink all the, they eat that dry matter. 
and that's like eating a box of saltine crackers. Then they go over and drink a butt uh, buttload of water, and that all hits the stomach, and now it tries to rehydrate and absorb and you know digest in the gut system, which is sometimes hard on dogs. And so that's why if you re if you hydrate it before he eats it, it's going to be easier on his gut system. Oh, I love that idea. Okay. And so anyway, but so that's what I would do because a lot of dogs with EPI, the en- the enzyme pancreatic in- indeficiency, they can't eat dry food. They ha- it has to be rehydrated. They- their system just crashes because they cannot, they don't have the enzymes to break it down correctly, to absorb it. So usually they lose weight. You can feed them 10 cups a day and they look like walking dead. But then when, when you get the right enzymes in there and then before they can digest it and withdraw it, it makes all the difference in the world. Okay. I love that idea. I think that's going to make a huge difference. Yep, it really does. It really does. And then a couple of them, uh, the companies that I really like is, you know, I love uh, AnimalEssentials.com, AnimalEssentials.com. And then I also love VitalPlanet.com. Yeah, and then people, you can go to Garden Life. You can use people antibiotics and probiotics. And so, you know, if you take a probiotic, give it to the dog. (laughs) <laughs> okay okay but okay. yeah so if you want more just give me a holler up at katie's canine or send me an email and i'll i'll dispel it out a little bit better for you okay perfect okay. i appreciate all of this great advice okay kiddo good luck have Thank a great day so and happy much. mother's day happy mother's day okay bye-bye okay according to recent polls mother days ranks where in terms of most popular holidays where does mother day rank with the most popular holidays so hang on we'll be back